Good morning. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Every morning, 93.9 Virgin Radio. I hope I'm not the first one who has to tell you this, but don't try to take videos of the fireworks on your phone and post them thinking that everyone's going to love them. Nobody wants to see that. PSA, (laughs) all fireworks videos look like they were filmed in the Great Depression. And with that said, I will be bringing my GoPro and definitely taking some shots on my phone tonight at the Ford Fireworks. I have to. You have to, right? You know that nobody wants to see them, but you have to do it. Everyone needs to know that I'm at the fireworks. (laughs) It's like, so is all of Windsor. Listen. It's going to happen. It's free. Anyone can go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I don't judge you, but we do have... I do judge yeah, you. Hannah judges big time. Uh, but we have a story here. 509-792-6040. Christy, so you tried to film some fireworks. Didn't go your way. Tell us about it. In a, a beautiful attempt to make a video for a fireworks display... I had the camera set up, the tripod set up. It was going to be a great video. Don't do it, girl. Out of nowhere, some kids with Roman candles shot me and my camera with Roman candles, <laughs> knocked it over, what? caught one of my pant legs on fire. It was a whole disaster. And all of a sudden, you see this beautiful fireworks display, and then the video goes, oh, my God, I'm on fire. And then, okay, well, was it kids? How sure were we that it wasn't Hannah in a drive-by Roman candling incident? <laughs> Don't you dare take a video of those. (laughs) Nobody wants to see this. (laughs) She's still at large. It's honestly, it's never, it never does it justice. It almost takes the magic away. Uh You know what I mean? You have to have a whole like secret folder on your computer or on your phone where it's all of your concert videos, fireworks videos. Because if Hannah sees those on your phone, you're toast. You're done. Or you can make like a close friends list on Instagram with everybody except for me. Yes, exactly. And then nothing, no one will be the wiser. (laughs) That's a good idea. Just make sure you keep them away from her. Johnny needs to do that for like almost everything. Yeah. He posted a video when you were on vacation and it was like your feet were like playing a prominent role in this video. And I was like, get your too. feet out of my face. All right, so you don't like the feet, don't like the geese or ducks, don't like the fireworks. She's not, she's no fun. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. The only way to wake up. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Okay, they just announced some new casting news for a reboot of one of our favorite early 2000s movies. And usually when I say that, Johnny, I think you're going to say, oh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's a chick flick. Oh, it's whatever. I was the first thing in my mind. I was like, really? All of our favorites? You know this one. Uh I know you love this movie. What is it? Spy Kids. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll play. Sure. What are those little thumbs? The thumbies? Uh, I don't know what they're called. Thumbies. I'm just picturing that part where all of those weird characters are sliding and like, floop, it's a madman. Help us. Save us. Remember that? Yeah, I do. And like the microwave where you can just get anything you want. Out oh, of it, yeah, still the hasn't McDonald's been out of the yet. cupboards. Anyway, oh. so they're making a new Spy Kids movie, and Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin and Zachary Levi have just been cast as the parents. Okay, isn't that going to be so good? I don't know. I. But the kids are like young kids, and they're child actors who we've never heard of. They haven't really been in anything. Okay. They seem pretty young. Like, yeah. I don't know. When I was a kid, I always thought the Spy Kids kids were like. Maybe 12 or 13. Yeah, that sounds about right. These kids look younger. Yeah. Anyway, it's the same uh, person who created the original Spy Kids. Uh, He's returning as writer, producer, and director. His name's Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, of course. With the aim to introduce a whole new generation to a new family of spies. 
Hmm. Very excited for I, that. Yeah, I don't know how it'll be, but I forgot that that was Robert Rodriguez. That is, is he like so famous funny. for something? Yes, I he's done him. so much. Like he's done the Spy Kids movies, but then he's also done stuff like Planet Terror. Like I, I feel like Shut he was the. Up. Wasn't he Shut Sin up, City Spy as well? Kids. I'm pretty sure he was Sin City. Listen, he's diverse. Okay, yeah, very much so. From Dust Till Dawn, a lot of just like gory, adult-oriented movies, and then Spy Kids. That's so, so funny. I love this journey <laughs> for him. Yeah. And then speaking of movies, there's a scary movie coming out about Airbnb, and that's kind of becoming more and more popular these right. days. It's almost like oh, in its flop era, mm-hmm. with people being like, "Why am I paying all this money to stay in an Airbnb, and I have to clean the whole place?" Right. Right? They have like go. a chore list. Arguably, they are a part of like the housing crisis. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. So, uh, people made a scary movie about an Airbnb. It looks so good. So, it also has a Detroit connection. It's called Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And the description here it says a young woman traveling to Detroit for a job interview books a rental home. But when she arrives late at night, she discovers the house is double booked and a strange man is already staying there. Against mm. her better judgment, she decides to spend the evening, but soon discovers. There's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. Okay, here is a clip from the trailer. This is 476 Barbary, right? Yeah, I'm renting this place. No, I booked it a month ago. Are you sure you have the right place? Yeah. What are we supposed to do? Why don't you come inside and we'll call these idiots. Why don't you just crash here? Oh, no. Nice. I don't know if you cover it in this neighborhood, but I don't think you should be out there by yourself. The main guy crying. There's a lock on the door. Is played by I'm Keith. Alexander Sarsgaard. Oh no. Take the bedroom, and I'll sleep out here on the couch. Okay, so it sounds happy and (laughs) woohoo. Except you know if Alexander Sarsgaard is involved, he was playing the clown in it. What was he the the one? Because I know there's the brothers. There's Alexander Sarsgaard, and then there's um. Is it Bill Skarsgård? I think Bill Skarsgård was the clown. I, they're not brothers, are they? No. Pretty sure. Uh-uh, no. Alexander Skarsgård no. is, uh, he was in The Stand, the the um, Amazon Prime adaptation of the Stephen King series of novels. Uh, he was in a bunch of stuff, but I think they're brothers. What? But the Skarsgårds are a scary family. They look exactly the same. They're pretty similar. That's for sure. So, I don't believe you. You don't believe me? I don't literally believe don't believe you. <laughs> You're the one who brings this I'm up. You're I'm IMDBing like, it because I <laughs> that, swear. That's Bill, I think. Yeah, it Bill is. Scar- Bill Scar, I told you. They look exactly the same. Yeah, Are Bill Scarsgard looks a little scarier. A little bit scarier, yeah. I think. Okay, anyway. I think more like Bill Scarsgard looks like if you left Harry Styles alone in a basement for like and 40 like, years. And starved yeah, him for a little exactly. bit. Yeah. Tortured him a little. Okay, so Alexander Sarsgard is not Bill Sarsgard. I learned something <laughs> new people. today. There you go. However, um, they're both super creepy. They are. And that means it's going to be a creepy movie. It will. And it is in theaters on August 31st. So I really mean. excited for that. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, because I just ranted for like a long time about <laughs> that the Alexander Stars. and Bill Skarsgård are in fact the same person. Oh, man. So <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, she is saying what we're all thinking. She played Glass Glastonbury. Glastonbury. Glastonbury yeah. over oh, yeah. the weekend. And uh, she came on stage with Lily Allen. And they dedicated the song F.U. to the Supreme Court justices Woo. in the United States. And everybody was singing along. Um, the speech was pretty moving. Mm-hmm. So I'm devastated and terrified. And so many women and so many girls are going to die because of this. And um, I wanted to dedicate this next song to the five members of the Supreme Court 
who have showed us that at the end of the day, they truly don't give a shit about freedom. Listen to that crowd. Preach. It was huge. That's uh, all of us. This song goes out to the justices. Samuel Alito, Clarence Thomas, Neil Gorsuch, Amy Cullen Barrett, and Brett Kavanaugh. We hate you. So they're going in on that one. Because we hate what you do, and we hate your whole crew, yeah. so please don't stay in touch. Okay. So. The whole crowd was jumping up and down and singing this song. There was like, I, I'm not good at guessing numbers, Johnny, uh, but oh. let's say like 300,000 people. <laughs> I somehow doubt it was 300,000. <laughs> Roughly 350,000 people. It was a lot. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. In the morning. Wiggle, wiggle. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio. So Hannah told us all about this new Airbnb horror movie coming, starring one of the Skarsgård brothers. We don't really know which one. It's the Alexander one. Okay. The less scary looking yeah, one. They're not the same person after all. But uh, They just have the spooky vibe about <laughs> them, though, you know? It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio, and uh, we want to hear about your Airbnb horror story. Ooh. I wonder if I have any scary music here. Yeah, we got a text uh, from Andrew. It says, a horror story about an Airbnb. There's no air conditioner. Ah! Dun, dun, dun. That would be pretty brutal. If they advertised it as AC, or would it just be something they omit and you kind of assume? And then... um, I have been there, Johnny. Yeah? I could star in this Airbnb horror movie. <laughs> to be fair, 85% of the Airbnbs that we've stayed in, like I have stayed in in my life, have been great. We had one horror story. It was in... Canmore, Alberta, like just outside of Banff. Okay. It advertised air conditioning. There was no air conditioning. It was so hot. And it was in the middle of an active construction site. Oh. So we literally had to like walk through hanging plastic Uh to get to (laughs) the room. And there was nobody else in that like wing of the, uh, apartment or whatever that we were staying yeah. in. Like, there's no way that they should have been renting this place out. And we paid, like, $250 oh. a night for it. That actually sounds creepy, too. When they've got plastic hanging up, you're like, am I about to be murdered in here? Or? Yeah, and the window, like, the window looks out kind of into the courtyard, and it's just riddled with, like, construction debris. Like, it's the ugliest view ever. It was yeah. horrible. Not ideal. Did you get woken up by jackhammers every day at the break of dawn? No. Luckily, no. Alright. It was all a setup. They weren't actually under construction. They were just trying to scare yeah, us. Must have been, I think. Uh, someone just texted us at 1093.9 with a link to this TikTok of someone complaining about their Airbnb horror story. I used to work for Airbnb. I have horror stories. My favorite was she made a spaghetti and I was like, oh, well, that's really nice of her. The only problem is it tasted really weird and then we checked the garbage. We couldn't find any canned ground beef or canned ground meat or any like styrofoam packaging for ground meat. We did find an empty can of dog food, though. <gasps> the amount of no. reviews that I had to look over and the people praising her welcome spaghetti was... No! Trauma. Oh, ah! my God. So you're eating dog food spaghetti at that point. Oh, my gosh. What if they were praising it? People in the in the reviews anyway were like, it was delicious. 
Is that so bad? See, really? that's something that I wouldn't do again is stay at an Airbnb while the host is also no. there. I have done it. You have? Yeah, but uh, I, it's just so awkward. It's so weird. Not for me. That's why I've been going on this thing called Hip Camp. It's like Airbnb, but for campsites. They yeah. got them like there are some locations in Windsor-Essex. I've been looking at one that's out near Amherstburg where it's like their whole private woods. I think it's on Alma Street, and you can rent it out for a couple nights and just go like clear out a, a spot in the bush and camp. Okay, and nobody's feeding you dog food spaghetti. No, but if that turned into a horror movie, it would be really bad. We're out in the middle of the woods. Yeah, and it's pitch you're off. SOL. You're dead. <laughs> like, all right, well, it's been a good run. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Here's what's happening on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So Amazon is taking over the world. Good start. They're coming for your voice. Oh, no. Amazon has a plan to make Alexa mimic anybody's voice. Why? Specifically. So it's kind of like a parrot in that you talk to your Amazon Alexa for about a minute. Yeah. And then after that, it will be able to say anything it wants and sound just like you. My God. Isn't that so spooky? Yeah, this started way back with the Furbies. Remember, you could teach them how to say things? Yes. They're getting more intelligent. This, it's, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's like somebody can take a voice recording of your tone of voice and make it say whatever you want it to. Yeah, I don't understand what the reason is. Okay, there is a reason. They say it's supposed to be helpful for those with, like, speech impediments. Okay. If you don't want to stutter or if you're nervous about speaking, right. you can kind of write it and get your Amazon to say it for you. Okay. Uh, and it's also good for preserving the voices of those who are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. If you, like, had a death in the family and you right. wanted to hear their voice again, yeah. you could kind of recreate that moment. Oh, man. And then it almost it goes into the territory of that movie Her. Remember that with Joaquin Phoenix where like he falls in love with his virtual assistant? Right, right. Oh, I could see something like that happening. Because you can make the voice say whatever yeah. you want it to, right? Yeah. That's, I don't know. It's still, it scares me. Like, How many I, I people are going to use this on an X? Like, you oh. know, being like, I want you back. Why like, say it to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, make it like their ex's voice. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't like, know. It's like, okay, I'll be right there. No, this is too much. They can't let these robots get so human-like. It's just not a good idea. It's not a good trajectory. They be coming. It's, the I don't like it. robots be coming. See, because I've got the Google Home. Yeah, and, um, we do too. And, you know, I, I do use it a lot, but... It's been getting pretty uh, scary lately. It's been it's been speaking unprovoked, like without even a "Hey Google." I'll be Ooh. asking a question to either my dog or my fiance, and uh, the Google will answer. Don't like that. And I didn't say "Hey Google," but I will. All of this has in mind for me the greatest Google experience of all time: the Italian grandma learning how to use a Google Home. Hey Google. <laughs> okay, Google. That's me at home trying to work my Google yeah. Home. Google. What's the weather? Ask. What the weather? He wants to know what is the weather. He wants to know what is the weather. If I could use this feature to get this Italian grandma voice to be my Google Home, it'll be the greatest thing that's ever happened. The only acceptable. The only acceptable. <laughs> I'm going to teach you. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's terrifying. She's just so. <laughs> this is why I call my Google Google. Google. And it works. So. Love her. 
Has to be an Italian grandma or I don't want this new technology. Please and thank you. Now, here we go. Go, go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Unplug your Amazon, Alexa. Throw it out the window because apparently they are learning. They are growing stronger by the day. I'm sorry, that all sounds very sensationalist. Are they um, becoming sentient? <laughs> I think so. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. He's just kidding. You know, what Hannah was telling us that uh, I guess they're going to learn to mimic people's voices, your, your actual voice. Yeah, like your Alexa will hear you speak for a minute and then it'll start speaking back and sound exactly like you. I don't like that. Yeah. I think that's terrifying. And I think there are a lot of ways that, you know, these things, Google Homes, Amazon Alexas, they screw up on the daily. Well, think about it. Think about the Airbnb horror movie we were just talking yeah. about. They should make, like, an Amazon Alexa horror movie. I'm surprised there isn't one. Yeah. Honestly. It's coming. Especially once they can learn your voice and then do whatever they want. (laughs) Uh, We got Sean on the phone, 519-792-6040, calling us from over in Detroit. You had a a weird virtual assistant scenario. Tell us about this. I uh, work with somebody here who used a virtual assistant to book an airline flight to Portland, Maine. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, is that... Not until two hours before the flight happened, they found out it was for Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Which, yeah, kind of threw things out of whack. That's what happened. Well, that's why you don't, you know there are two Portlands. Yeah. Everyone knows there are two Portlands. I would love to go to either of them, honestly. They both seem very nice. That would be like asking your Alexa to book a flight to London and just expecting (laughs) it to know which London you're talking about. Yeah, one of them. Over across the pond, the other one, you know, what, a few hours up the road. Yeah, you played yourself. You just played yourself. No sympathy for me. Careful, careful with your virtual assistants. Don't lean on them too heavily. Like, Hannah, if you had booked your flight to, where are you going again? I'm going to Halifax on Wednesday. And so we have a flight, Windsor to Toronto, Toronto to Halifax. Mm. And I just know the Windsor to Toronto is going to get canceled. All right. Like, four out of the last five flights to Toronto have gotten canceled from Windsor. So I'm like, ah. No, we're, we're, we're hoping for you. It's going to be fine yeah. un- until I teach your Google Home how to talk in your voice and cancel it. Tomorrow. There is also a Halifax in England as well. Oh, boy. So we're in trouble. Hope you did your homework. You in danger, girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Unfortunately, Johnny, Windsor did not make the list of world's most livable cities for 2022. Okay. I know you had your hopes up, really but did. Canada did really well overall. It doesn't really feel like it with inflation and prices the way that it is right mm-hmm. now, but three Canadian cities actually made the top 10 most livable cities on Earth list. All right. What are the metrics here? What makes a livable city? So rankings are done by the Economist Intelligence Unit, the EIU, and they use something called the Global Livability Index. Uh-huh. And that has things to do with like clean drinking water, like access to internet, you know, public transportation, okay. fun things to do, et cetera, et cetera. And cost of living too. So the top 10 most livable cities in the last year uh-huh. in the world, number one, Vienna, Austria. Okay. Number two, Copenhagen, Denmark. Number three, Zurich, Switzerland. Number four, Calgary, Alberta. Really? Number four most livable what? city on Earth on the planet. Number five, Vancouver, British Columbia. All right. We're four and five, okay? And then number six was Geneva, Switzerland. That's the second Switzerland uh, Mm -hmm. city on the list. I've always heard it's a great place to live. Yeah. 
Number seven is Frankfurt, Germany. Number eight is Toronto, Ontario. Number nine is Amsterdam. And then number 10 is a tie between Osaka, Japan, and Melbourne, Australia. Hmm. So three out of the top 10 most livable cities are Canadian. And it kind of is mind-boggling because the cost of living in Vancouver and in Toronto, it's so high. Yeah. But there must have been some other benefits that offset that. Calgary blindsided me for sure. I did Calgary not. did not blindside me. Really? It's cheap to live in Calgary. I guess. And it's Makes it's sense. a pretty cool, like, big city. It's got, like, a mm. world-class city vibe. And it's, like, not expensive. I mean, tax there is 5%. Yeah. Like, rent is not that high. Public transportation good? Uh, public transportation is pretty good. Better than Edmonton for sure. Yeah. So, it's, it's very interesting. I would assume Calgary is above Vancouver and Toronto simply because it's, like, more reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. But who dropped the most. There were big droppings, big if you droppings, will. Droppings right. for Australia. Melbourne was actually number one last year and was now number 10. Oh. And three other Australian cities, Adelaide, Brisbane, and Perth, were in the top 10 last year and dropped to 27th, 30th, and 32nd. Why do you think that is? Why would they drop? No idea. And also Auckland, New Zealand. Like Australia and New Zealand, they did really well last year. They're yeah. doing terribly now. Hmm. Uh, Auckland was in the top 10 last year and it just dropped to 34th. Okay. So those are some pretty big uh, some pretty big drops. And the three least livable cities on earth are Damascus, Lagos, and Tripoli due to ongoing global conflict. Well, yeah. Uh, they didn't they didn't analyze Kiev right. because of the whole yeah, of war thing. No, yeah, livable cities, it doesn't really make sense for, uh-huh. for that ongoing right now. Yeah. So what do you think we could do here in Windsor to make the list? You can text us at 10939. Better public transit. That is one of the, I know it's going to be uh, one of the number ones for people. Yeah. The, the crazy part is affordability probably would have been one of the biggest strengths around here 100%. until recently. But like everywhere's going up <laughs> yeah. in Ontario. So we might still have the affordability factor yeah, compared I, to like London or Kitchener. It's true. I feel like things are on the way down again. I've seen a couple of houses that are listed for like 700 grand where I'm like, buddy, you're not going to get that. And they're still up for sale like weeks later. So well, that's a good thing hopeful. though. If they're not like selling for overpriced, yeah, things are looking are up for down. us. What else? You can text us at 1093.9 or give us a call. 519-792-6040. We're trying to get Windsor on the Top 10 of most livable cities in Canada or in the world. In the world. This How do we in do the it? World. We did well. We got to get above Calgary. I still don't agree. I've never been there. Uh, I have no basis, but I say no. <laughs> Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What could we do here in Windsor to make the city more livable? I find this an interesting way to phrase it, this list of the most livable cities in the world. Because it's not even necessarily the best. They're just the most livable. Yeah. Right? It has to be, you know, affordable. You have to uh-huh. be able to get around. Right. You know, have some maybe nice entertainment and dining options. Yeah. And Wi-Fi, I, clean water, things like that. Yeah, important. I love that clean water was one of the last ones after Wi-Fi. That, no, and- listen, that wasn't in order. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just off the top of my yeah, head. Well, clean water, probably the most important thing. Unsurprisingly, on the text line 10939, public transit is one of the big ones. Uh, something that I always hear people talk about, which was mentioned here, is roller rinks. Why are people obsessed? Obsessed with roller rinks, roller discos. Because of Stranger Things. Probably that's making it more popular. So hot right but now. But it is. But it's always been like roller blading is popular in Windsor, Essex, and there isn't enough yeah. places to do it. True. I think. And it was like when they were going to be closing down uh, Silver City, people were like, "Turn it into a roller rink. That would be so cool. That would be really cool." And now uh, we have Mandy on the phone. Five one nine seven nine two sixty forty. You're for a roller rink because you have a a very special memory of one where you conceived. 
Is that right? Please tell us the story. No. Met somebody, had a great night. It was an all night, and uh, we hung out the entire time. And then all of a sudden, it, one thing led to another, and boom! Nine months later, here's a child. A child, and how? But like, it's at the roller. It's rink? a public place. How do you like? Where does that happen? There was a uh, a small little area, like a, a room, if you will say, uh, right off of the side of the skating rink. Yeah. So that's oh, where my, my oldest daughter was conceived. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, I forget what we were talking about, but multiple people texted in saying that they... Uh, Conceived in the garage while their in-laws were in yeah, the house. That was a popular one. Yeah. I don't know how we got on here from being the most livable. City yeah. Where did you conceive your children? Do you have kids? Yeah. Where were they conceived? Forget Windsor being the most livable. We are the most easily conceivable city on this planet. <laughs> easily conceivable. Yes, that's so basically, word. code word for the horniest city Hell in yeah, Canada, baby. Ah. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Tim Hortons is adding some new menu items to their list. Mm-hmm. And it has people scratching their heads. Loaded bowls. <laughs> so uh, guests pretty soon are going to be able to order, like, you know those bowls? It's got grains. It's got like chicken. It's a salad it's bowl. Got, yeah, right? all kinds of stuff. Kind of similar to what you can get at, like, Freshie or whatever. Hannah was pressed when she found out about this. Yeah. She's not happy. Well, I already don't trust a lot of Tim Hortons food. Some of it is really good. Some of it is very not good. Mm-hmm. So I don't trust Tim's on this, but they're going to have a cilantro lime veggie bowl. Uh-huh. Or you could add like crispy or slow cooked chicken as well. Yeah. So cilantro lime and habanero chicken are like the, uh, the bowls here. I don't know if I'll try it or not. Probably the only thing I get from Tim's as far as food is those sausage farmers breakfast wraps. And they are, I stand by those. They are good. They're some of the best breakfast wraps you can get from any fast food chain. I stand by that. Absolute fire. Don't know about the salad bowls from Tim's. No, Might it's a, a loaded bowl. A loaded bowl. Oh, it's, I'm sorry. It's like half salad, half rice, half chicken. You put some Beebs balls on there. What are they called? Tim Beebs? Tim Beebs. All right. Buble <laughs> bits. Buble all, balls. All of the Canadian bits that you can throw on top. Why not? Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. What to watch. Hey, I'm watching you. 93.9 Virgin Radio. So it was a big weekend at the movies. The that, cinema. The cinema. That Elvis flick came out. Yeah. Did you see it? No. Did anybody see it? I saw a couple people on my Facebook who checked it out and were like, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. It's got so much hype, though. Yeah, it, it looks like Elvis just barely beat out Top Gun Maverick. Like, Top Gun Maverick has been slaying the box office so hard. $30.5 million each mm-hmm. for them. Uh, but again, Top Gun has been out for how many weeks now? Uh, it's been out for a hot minute. Still up there. I mean, if my dad's seen it, it's probably been out yeah, for a while. Well, I mean, I think dads were the demographic for Top Gun The dads Maverick. were in line. They're like, it's the summer of stashes, baby. Right. Throw the aviators on. I'm sure the dads love Elvis movie, too. Yeah, that, too. Uh, we do have someone on the phone here. 519-792-6040. You want to tell us your reaction to Elvis. What did you think? I thought it was okay. I don't think it's worth seeing in theaters, honestly. No? Tom Hanks. <laughs> what? I don't know what they were doing casting him in I that I didn't role. even know Tom Hanks was yeah. in that movie. Uh, with the fat suit and the, you know... I don't know how they, the what? makeup for the jowl. Yeah, he looks big in that movie. Like, it, it's, he's, I don't know if he's the manager or what it is, but that's, that's true. I've heard that. It yeah. was just a weird. Was weird. I thought Butler did a good job. Austin Butler, yeah. Um, as uh, Elvis, 
Uh, there were times, and I don't know how much of it was makeup, how much of it was CGI, where, you know, you would see a scene and you would almost think it was Elvis, and then it would you would, you would catch a glimpse and be like, oh, no, no, no that's awesome. Okay, cool. Because that was the thing, right? He was getting so into character. He still is Elvis. He's like, now Elvis forever. <laughs> Austin Butler does interviews, and he has blonde hair, but he styles it just like Elvis now, and he okay. speaks, like, the way that he speaks changed. All right. Well, okay, so... So it better be good. May, they said maybe not see it in theaters, but it sounds like if you were an Elvis fan, for sure, and otherwise, it might be okay. Um, just Tom Hanks in the fat suit didn't work. The other thing that I watched was Spiderhead. It just came out what the on heck Netflix. Is it, it's essentially this state-of-the-art penitentiary run by a brilliant visionary who experiments on his subjects with mind-altering drugs. It's kind of like well, a wait. What is it like? Spider-Man related? No, it's Spider-Head. not. Spiderhead. Spiderhead. Um, it stars Chris Hemsworth as the guy who's doing the experiments on these inmates. Miles Teller, who I think was also in Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Uh, Journey Smollett. And it actually was really good. Here's some of the trailer. I liked it. It didn't get overwhelmingly great reviews, but I thought it was pretty cool. Kind of creepy. That's Spiderhead. We're proud of our work. Your presence in this facility, while technically a punishment, is a privilege. Where have you been? Drug study. In science, we have to explore the unknown. They've been testing me up and down. A lot weirder stuff than usual. This is new frontier stuff here. Before we begin, I need your permission to administer Dan Forty. This place can really mess with your head. Sounds spooky. Acknowledge. It is kind of creepy. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Yeah, acknowledge. Let's do this. So, something to check out. Spiderhead on Netflix. Spiderhead. Freaky future. It has mediocre reviews. Get more legally blessed. Yes. Live on the radio. Hannah and Johnny. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 93.9 Version Radio.